Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Another route. Well, the first businesses I ever founded was a taxidermy studio. I did so because I was such an avid, fanatical outdoorsman, and I loved wildlife and being able to preserve it in an artful manner. It was just something I really enjoyed. I was very successful, and soon was taking home close to $100,000 after taxes. This was several decades ago, and that was big money in the early 1970s. Most taxidermists were struggling financially, and I wanted to share some of my business expertise to help them. I became active in the Georgia Taxidermy Association and was soon elected to be on the board and then urged to run for president, which I did and handily won. My wife and I worked long, hard hours and increased the membership and its revenue exponentially. I used my own money to purchase supplies and conduct mail-outs on many occasions and, of course, donated all my expenses. I did not receive a salary and did not want one. I was not compensated at all. So you can imagine my disappointment when a few members started griping. I had arranged for our convention to be held at the coastal St. Simons Island Resort, and it was a big success. However, word got back to me, a few individuals were making accusations about practically everything, including one guy insinuating I was embezzling funds. I was not as level-headed in those early days, and I dispelled that notion rather quickly by taking it up directly with the person responsible for spreading those lies. As far as I know, after our encounter, he did not ever make another accusation like that about me. Nonetheless, I was disgusted with it. All I wanted to do was help and couldn't have been happier when my term drew to a close. I'd more than doubled our membership, got the organization comfortably in the black again, and conducted the best convention and competition we'd ever experienced. The overwhelming majority of the members practically begged me to stay on as president. But by then, I'd had all I wanted of politics. It was a pain in the neck, took me away from my business to serve, and it meant absolutely nothing to me to head this organization. But it was the biggest thing in a few of these people's boring lives to be on the board or much less be president. I vowed then and there I'd never run for any kind of office again, and I didn't. I all but dropped out of the association after that bad experience, and by the end of the first year under new leadership, it returned back to a poorly run organization with a much smaller and declining membership roster. Competition judges were selected because they were friends with those running the organization and not by qualifications and so on. I was thinking about Donald Trump this morning. 
He didn't need the presidency. He was amazingly successful as an entrepreneur with billions in his portfolio, a wonderful family, and a great life. So why run for office? Why did he want to become a lowly politician more despised than a tax collector or trial attorney? I attribute his throwing the hat in the ring entirely to his love of country and knowing he could improve it. Of course, the entire world knows the extent of lies that were told about him, the bitter hate spewed against him, including some in the Christian community. This in spite of him doing more for Christians than any other president, making our defense the envy of the world, improving the economy, and so on. Of course, those who hate him would never admit any of that and simply tweet their idiocy to the multitudes with lie after lie. Incredible thing about Trump to me is that even after all the attacks on him and his family, that he even considered running again. He's one tough guy, I can tell you. The, talk, the Bible talks about the root of all evil being the love of money. It doesn't clearly identify other lusts as being part of the root system, but the lust for power has to be a close secondary root. I've sat on more than a few boards, primarily ministry-related, and from my experience, there are always people that want to be on the board to serve themselves and not necessarily the Lord or the company. It is a genetic flaw carried down from generation to generation. Biden, the career politician, to my knowledge, has never even held a job, much less single, created a single job as an entrepreneur. America will decline when and if he does take over as president. Corruption and the swamp will flourish again. Many average people in this nation will lose their livelihoods, homes, and freedom. Sad thing about it is that the entire nation will suffer. The entire nation, not just the bozos that orchestrated the coup. I can understand those who voted against Trump to suffer the consequences of a Biden presidency. But what about the millions who did vote for Trump? Why must we suffer too? Good question. One day I hope to ask God, what's up with that? And the quintessential question of why do bad things happen to good people? Until then, I intend to just keep on working, and I'm determined to abide by that venerable Latin aphorism, illegitimente non carborundum. Illegitimity non carborundum. <laughs> Second Chronicles fifteen seven. But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. It's Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.